everyone. Welcome to SLP's Wine and Cheese. I'm Deb. And I'm Maria. And here's our podcast. For the Realistic SLP. Welcome. Welcome. Oh, look, we did that together. We're awesome. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers to that. That's right. Like our life of speech, and yeah. we're okay with that. Trying to help people to, you know, improve their speech-language communication. Understanding, language comprehension, expressive output. Alright, so let's talk about the wine. Okay. And it's from Sicily. It's very fancy. I say drink it, not sink it. Definitely drink it. Alright, what do you think about it paired with the Prosecco though? Let's get back on task. I think it's pretty good. Because neurons that fire together, wire together. I like that. Work smarter, not harder. Right, yes. You're teaching them in the first step is just how to communicate. And then also you're teaching them like syntactically correct sentences. Right. The more you understand yourself, the more you're able to understand other people. That's really genius. We yeah. need to choose that. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. And we're back with another episode of SLP's Wine and Cheese. I'm Deb. And I'm Maria. And here's our podcast. Yes. If you happen to be a realistic SLP, you might like yes. this. Yes. It's yeah. so funny, like, the things that you commit to when you first start, like, filling right. in the blanks of things. Yeah. They're like, well, what's your tagline? Right. It's, we're for the realistic <laughs> SLP. But then that becomes your thing or you. Right. But, and you're like... But it's always been us. And that's the thought process for this episode that's true we're trying to keep it real right now we're trying to keep it real so i remember when slp toolkit was talking about how like it's so funny how when you first start your endeavor you're so concrete yes like we literally thought of a toolbox right right you know and it doesn't necessarily have to be that it could be like gizmos and like gizmos is just a program that helps speech pathologists but like you think so Literally. Literally. Okay. And that's how I feel now about right. some of our initial decisions in terms of oh, podcasting. Okay. We'll have to talk about that after the episode. Yeah. When the <laughs> mic's not currently on, you know? Yeah, but okay. So, but, you know, unless there's something you really got to get out now, you know? No, so, it just came to mind. Oh, okay. Where we did our whole, because we did do it, like, really well and in sync and in unison. Oh, okay. It was, like, rote behavior at that point. Right. We are fluent in the intro of speech. Yes. SLPs, wine and cheese. Yes, we are. <laughs> and then we're fluent in what we're drinking, which I, right now, am mm-hmm. just going to stick with water. I've had a stressful couple of days, and I just want to... You know, show the listeners that we are flexible. It doesn't always have to be wine and cheese. Right. I just had some lasagna, so there was cheese in that. Mm-hmm. So just, you know, SLPs love lasagna. Right. And also, sometimes things just happen because things rhyme. Right. And that's what you just, you know, because it rhymes. Yeah. So that's so. how that happened. And that goes back to what I was saying about how we were so concrete when we started this. Like, we literally named our podcast SLP's Wine and Cheese. Yeah. So we're almost confined to having to drink. Right. Yes. <laughs> right. And we don't we want to. And we don't want to. Yeah, we're not always drinking. Yeah, because even past Deb and Maria can't tell current Deb and Maria what to do. Right. No one yes. tells us what to do. Exactly. So you know what? Today I'm having buttermilk tea. It's like vanilla and lavender together. Oh, it's I like know. Smells good. Yeah. Okay. So today we want to focus on stress relieving and just different strategies or problem solving things that 
you can do to relieve your stress. So let's just start with what is stress? So I know Deb likes her definition, so she's going to go into that because she, you know, is a little bit concrete with definitions. I, I am concrete But she likes that. And I think, but I do think it is important to know the fundamentals. I agree. Right? So You're the right. foundation yeah. of stress happens I, I agree. to be literally... Got it. Uh, the sympathetic nervous system is activated, increasing heart rate and blood pressure. And now at this point, breathing is going to become more rapid and shallow and digestion just stops. Which one, which just to reiterate, to go off that point is when you are very anxious and stressed out, you'll have stomach digestion digestion issues right and you must consider yeah. that when you have a feeding and swallowing client that right. like not only is their anatomy failing them at this point but if you induce stress within them their physiological their physiology is going to yeah. be impacted as well that was on one of my asha interviews oh uh, really? yes she said that that you know just be chill in that feeding session because the kids she goes because the kids feed off of that i was like yeah, ah, yeah, pun intended. yeah, yeah. but i'm bumps go ahead um yeah that's so funny because right. i had my most major feeding client was five times 60 this person was like very severe they were the result of an injury mm-hmm. it was a young child who had oxygen deprivation 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 got it yeah yeah due to anoxia so right so so like so she was deprived of oxygen the brain was right deprived of oxygen and then that's what happened here right so she lost motor function from the neck down oh wow um basically so um we worked on like speech language communication feeding and Mm -hmm. swallowing like the whole gamut because i was five times 60 but I just felt like I always wanted to make her the most relaxed anytime she was ingesting right. something because I was taking into consideration, like, we already have all of these other elements that are working against us. Now, if I stress her out, her body is yeah. just not going to do it. It's going to shut down anyway. Right. So I just want to, like, maintain the happiness. I like that. And that's all I can that's do. That's excellent. Anywho. Yeah. So, um... Your breathing is going to become rapid and shallow, and digestion is just completely going to stop. Stress causes muscles to tense and stress hormones to be released into your bloodstream, and this causes our thoughts to, like, speed up, causing us to assume and jump to conclusions because we're thinking so fast. Yeah, and our brain is just going in like a circle. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Circular logic. And, you know, our brains, they have two major processes, Mm -hmm. those that are automatic and then those are better, more effortful. And um, if you break that down further, there's like these three frames of mind. There's the engaged frame of mind where you're in the moment here and now, like a delicious slice of pizza. Yes. That's what I'm enjoying right now. Or a beautiful mountain view. Like that's what I'm enjoying right now. Or a movie. Or a movie. We've talked about that in the past too, that you're so engaged in this movie, it makes you forget about what else is happening in your life. Right, the suspension of disbelief. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So... That's when you're engaged. You're, like, truly invested in what you're watching. That's joint attention as well. Right. Right? So then there's also the automatic frame of mind, and that's when you're, like, on autopilot and you're disconnected from the present moment because you're worrying or ruminating or zoning out and using um, mental habits that you've relied upon Mm -hmm. rather than being engaged in what's happening or being intentional, Right. which is the third frame of mind so being intentional that means like you're deliberately using reasoning and attention and other skills to think 
things through and plan and make decisions and like correct errors. So it's right. like you're doing things with intention. It's mm -hmm. like premeditated. Yeah. Yeah. Like so you have, like you have plans and strategies in place and that's what we're, we want to focus right. on today. Like you chose these things to happen strategically. Yes. Which was, I was the worst at playing softball. Okay. Because I could catch and throw and run and hit. Yes. Right? I'm like, I have those skills. Right. But I was never intentional with the things that I did. I struggled with, like, the strategic aspect of the game. Mm -hmm. It's like I could throw it, I could hit it, I can run it. Gotcha, yeah. But, like, I don't know what the player two steps ahead is thinking. I'm not strategic. Uh-huh. You know? Right. So, like, I need to work harder to be in this intentional frame of mind because I feel like I'm engaged a lot and then uh -huh. I do things automatically. It's like, right. this is interesting, so I'm going to do this. This is interesting, so I'm going to do this. Uh-huh. But, like, I should be more intentional and trying to, like, be more strategic with my actions. Oh, and make I them see. more aligned with success. Oh, I like that. Maybe. Okay. Listen, I mean, we all have things we need to work on. I've had <laughs> a couple of stressful days, and I was uh, working through this automatic uh, mindset where uh -huh. I was stressed, and I was not thinking, like, um, not thinking of realistic problems, solving ideas, or, like... worrying is yeah. a misuse of imagination. Right, and I was just worrying, and, like, okay, and I should have just told myself, Maria, it's Monday, you have until Friday to, like, do X, Y, and Z, and I just kept, like, focusing on, like, the negatives, and that mm -hmm. is the automatic brain, and that is how uh, we're hardwired as humans, because, you know, back in, like, the Stone Ages, and when we were cave people, <laughs> our brains were just naturally are still naturally hardwires to release that stress hormone when you're nervous or when you're afraid or when you think your life's in danger. But our bodies are still releasing that stress hormone for these everyday little occurrences. Like, yeah, we don't have like a saber tooth tiger right. coming after us, but our body's still responding as if it was it's still releasing those hormones so that, you know, paper that's due on Wednesday right. is going to stress you out, right? But, right, because you know, that's, like, where it all stems from. That's the fundamentals, I'm like, right. the definition. <laughs> yes, I knew, I knew what you were doing there. <laughs> I didn't mean it like it's a bad thing that you right. like definitions. I so. love to look at, like, yeah. when someone's asking me a question, I want to be like, hold up. Yeah. Let me let me look up what kind means. Oh wow! So before I can make sure I'm being kind oh. or something like that. Like, yeah, you're definitely kind. Well, kind was just the example. That well, I'm just just with. throwing that out there. Yeah, you know, you're kind. So we want to uh, go over some things that stress us out, right? Yeah. So we're gonna play a game. It's called Cool as a Cucumber or Super Stress. Right. So. Deb will give five scenarios and say if she would find herself stressed out or cool as a cucumber and a strategy to help you, you know, get through it. And I yeah, say, if I feel like I am super stressed, right, what yes, will I do to yeah. get out? Yeah. And then when you're cool as a cucumber, our mindset, right? Right. So, you so I'll go first. first. Um, when people <laughs> around you are worried. Okay. I would be cool as a cucumber because I tell myself that's them, not you. And I like almost set up like a mental blockade. I'm like, put up that wall. Don't let it interfere. You're Yeah, <laughs> I feel like I am so impacted by people who are worried around me. So if they're worried, I'm worried. I'm like, oh, no, I better make it better. So wow. I would be super stressed. Yeah, that's yeah. why you are empathetic. 
Uh, just saying. Okay. Well, take on other people. This is going to be the great debate of 2018, oh, whether God. or not Deb is well, empathetic. There's only a couple of weeks left, so. <laughs> All right. My question, number one, is uh, you're sitting in bumper-to-bumper traffic. Cool as a cucumber. Okay. I'm okay. chilling. You're I'm chilling? singing my songs. Yes. I'm just like, you know what? God doesn't want me there. Right. He wants me to relax. He thinks I've done a lot, and he thinks I need to sit still. That's why he put all these things in my way. Oh, I like that. So you uh, use a little faith in there. A little, yeah, I have faith. Even if I you think, don't, yeah. I think it is so important to have faith. Like, right. whatever it is that you have faith in, exactly. it should be. You know, you never want your faith to impact the rights or faiths of others. Gotcha. So as long as you maintain that, like, everything... You right, do, like it's not harmful to anybody else. Like, yeah, you should certainly have faith. Yeah, I agree. Something. That's good. Yeah, yeah, whatever it is, and even if you just want to be like, oh, the universe wants me to take a break. Like, so you that's, have faith in the universe. Yeah, yeah. I do have faith in the universe. Mm-hmm. Um, so bumper to bumper traffic kind of stresses me out because right. I'm like, I left too late. I shouldn't have left so late. I shouldn't have done this because I'm always trying to do like 800 things before right. I have to like be somewhere because I'm just trying to squeeze every little thing in yes tell me so you need to have like more realistic expectations about what you need to do and how much time that task will actually take right i feel like i am like pretty good at inserting tasks within my day Mm -hmm. because i have a very good idea on about how long it's going to take me to do that time management got it yes i'm not say I'm good at managing time, but I'm very good at estimating time. Right. I know how long it's going to take for me to get somewhere, and Mm -hmm. I know how long it's going to take for me to do something. So, like, if I tell you I'm going to be there in an hour, I will be there in exactly an hour. Right. And I rarely lie because I don't... I'm so self-centered. I think people are going to be waiting for me at the door. (laughs) Like, where have you been? Right. (laughs) Meanwhile, like, no one cares where you are. Right. Yeah, but I get so stressed like that that I do. Yeah, but like so what I feel like the reason why I'm able to be on time is because I have a good sense of how long it takes for me to, and I don't put unrealistic tasks that could right. go on longer. Yeah, but you know what? Point. I feel like our mind strays because we feel like we need a break. Mm, and right, uh, That's I don't really need why. that many breaks. Okay, good for you. <laughs> But then yeah. I take very long breaks, very you... long lazy breaks. Right. Good. I like to binge break. Okay. I don't like to binge break. I like to break up my breaks. <gasps> break up my breaks. I don't like that. I, I sometimes right. I tease Mike and I call him Mike too many breaks for scene. Okay. Because he's always taking a break. And yeah, he's like, you're he so is. good at cleaning. And I'm like, because I don't take breaks. Oh. I just clean until it's clean. I see. I see. <laughs> Take little, I take little mental breaks. Sometimes to stretch my back. My well, back I drive hurts. in silence. Oh, that's good. All right, let's go on to the next one because yeah. I feel like that's next number two. Yours is in an emergency involving blood. Oh, I'm cool as a cucumber. Me too. Because I know that's what you're supposed to do. So I've like trained my mind to right. like chill. And I, 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 yeah, I think that the, obviously you know that's what you have to do. Right. So you just do it. Yeah, because you know that if you don't do that, you will fail. Right, yes. So it's just like, this could be the worst of circumstances, right. but I could, uh, the only shot I have at making it better is being calm. Right, yes. So if someone's bleeding, like, I'm going to try to yeah. apply 
pressure. pressure. I'm going to raise it. that body part above their head. Yeah. And I'm going to try to do whatever I can to make them yeah. stop bleeding. But I'm, like, pretty calm. That's good. Yeah. I, I can't really think of a particular instance of when I saw blood, but I remember in Spain last summer, I was just calmly swimming in the ocean, and I got stung by a jellyfish, <laughs> and that was painful, <laughs> and there's my mark still. Oh, and my I, goodness. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you showed me this before, ones. but I wasn't able to yes. see it that clearly. And, um... Yeah, I just, the instant I felt it, I was like, ah, so much pain. Oh, gosh. And we got to wrap up my point. And then I just, in my head, I was like, stay calm, stay calm. So I just knew, and I just paddled myself with one hand. So Right. So number two, my number two, stain on your favorite shirt. Oh, cool as a cucumber. Yes, me too. Because, like, I know they're stain remover, but then also, worst case scenario, I just bring that to the dry cleaner, yeah. and they do their magic. And I just feel that. like... It's an excuse to get a new shirt, you know? Right. Right. But you so. have lots of shirts. Right. I know. I do. <laughs> I do. So, like, do all blah, the blah, blah have on my shirt. on them? No. Well, my blah, blah, blah shirt doesn't. I hope not. Mike's lasagna. I'll oh, blame maybe. it on him if I do. Yeah. It was good lasagna. It was. How about um, when you are behind on paperwork? Oh, I probably should be more stressed out about that, but I'm not. Yeah, Because I'm just like, I can't. No. Right. I feel like I, I do and you do so much in this job that, like, right. for anyone to ask more is unreasonable. Yeah, Because, like, I'm doing all of it. Exactly. <laughs> and if something's going to go, I feel like it'd rather be paperwork than therapy, so. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And I'm always, like, there. The kids, they hold you accountable, too. Like, yeah. And my, it's just. I agree. It's so hard. Yeah. Um, it's so, it's so hard to miss a kid. Right. They will torment you yeah, for a week. You need to be on it. <laughs> I don't have time to be typing all this stuff. Anyway, uh, stood up on the first date. Oh. Um, I feel like that would stress me out in retrospect. Uh-huh. Like, looking back, I might be like, oh my goodness, I was stood up. But, like, in the moment, I probably would make the best of it. Yeah, that's a good point. I think I agree. I've had something similar happen to mm-hmm. me. I was waiting for this individual who shall rename nameless. I no longer ever speak to. <laughs> And he was so late, and I was just like sitting there waiting. But I made friends with the bartender and some right, of the patrons, and, that was great. and then I ended up having a fun night with them. And I left and went to another place with them. And he called me, and I'm like, I already left, and I didn't. I just made new friends, and I chose to hang out, hang out with them. And that and is it. like the complete right thing to do. Yeah, I did. And that's like how you can enjoy the most of that. I feel like when I first heard this question, I was like, oh my goodness, I'd be so upset. But in actuality, it's like, why, like, why choose to walk out, walk out dramatic like me instead of just like walking out thinking, well, that was a good night. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, have some fun times. Yeah. You have one? Um, okay, so when you have nothing to say. Oh, right, yeah, sometimes that's awkward. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. It depends, right? Like, sometimes I'll just, like, quiet, be quiet and just ask the other person a question and right. let them kind of talk. Right. So I, that's, like, my problem solving. Maybe I'm somewhere in the middle of that. I don't particularly like that feeling, but I wouldn't say I'm stressed about it. I feel like so. it stresses me out, too. Oh, really? And it also might be, like, the one thing I'm a little bit stubborn with, which oh. makes me feel a little bit guilty. <laughs> What are you stubborn about? Like, no, I won't break the silence? Or or... it's more so, like, I shouldn't have to force myself to engage if I don't feel like it is just coming out of me. And I do talk plenty. 
I agree. So if <laughs> about I, myself, not just you. Yeah, but me for I I speak too much. So like if I feel like I'm in a circumstance, which does happen, where I feel like I have nothing to say and no way to engage, then I just don't want to put that pressure on myself because obviously something is having to be forced. I like that. Yeah. So I just. I I think I that like carries whatever. over into my first date of the being stood up. Uh-huh. Once the date does show up and you feel like you feel forced, mm-hmm. I'm just translating it to that, you know? Yeah, just I don't want to Trying to make forced. these meshed. I feel yeah. like whenever you have to force something, just like a puzzle piece when the kids, I'm like, if you have to force it, it doesn't fit. Right. And that's just how I feel about everything. So, like, if I can keep do, doing something and it's easy and it keeps going, then I just keep doing it because it's mm-hmm. like, oh, this must be working. That's but if great. I have to, like, force it and push it, I just be like, I'm just like, goodbye, quit. That's excellent. Love yeah, but that. maybe I give up on things, but. No, I, I think, I don't think so. I don't think so. Well, I wasn't very good at softball. That's okay. <laughs> I quit softball. Softball's hard. It's a hard <laughs> sport, I think. That ball scares me. Yeah. I was afraid of the ball. I could catch I the play. ball. Just good what do you want you. me to do with it when I, I I don't know. I'm I just throw it, but where? I don't know. I don't and want why? balls thrown, being thrown at me. <laughs> My one is, you lost your keys and you're on your way to your yoga or gym class. Um, I, <laughs> I brought just, up a tough thing yeah, of I know, losing keys. We just had a whole key losing situation. I mean, like, even though we have the most stressful key losing of situations. Yes, you do. Um... I still don't feel that stressed about it because I just, like, accept it as the reality. Uh-huh. So right. I don't feel like I would Acceptance. be super stressed about that because I would just accept that that's the truth. And, mm-hmm. like, I feel like we make mistakes like that when we are taking on too much and mm. we do require a break. Because you're not being mindful and intentional. Because you're not being mindful and intentional. Yes. So, like, if I find myself making those types of errors, then I'm just like, well, evidently I'm supposed to relax and, like, I won't listen to anything else but... So it sounds like you you always try to find find the reason why something happened. You always I'm trying always to like... blaming myself for something. Oh like, really? Yeah. yeah. Like I'm saying, like, well, this is because I have not sat still, and oh, therefore okay. I haven't maintained my belongings, and therefore I don't recall where I put it because I'm not paying attention because I'm rushing from this to this and this and this. Right. And that's bad. Right. But at least you're having that uh, introspection. You know, you're, at least you're, like, thinking, like, instead of, like, blaming the world, like, ah, oh, this right. sucks, ah, oh, like, you're taking more ownership. No, yeah, and like totally 100% yeah, me. Yeah. yeah. That's a good way to be, I think. I do the same thing, so. Oh. Oh, well, good. Well, good we for us. We doing something, Good right? for us. I <laughs> had a question, and I can't remember it, but your dog keeps scratching and ruining all your fancy clothes and shoes. How do you act? Oh, I would be like, that dog requires my attention. Right. Super stressed. Uh, so that, no, I would I would be cool as a cute, com- well, no, I would be super stressed because I would feel like a bad dog mom. Like, my right. dog's calling at the door right now because uh-huh. he's, like, dying without me. But right, But I feel yes. like a bad dog mom because I have not taught him to be sufficient on his own. Oh. He just, his, yeah. he's, his only happiness is with me carrying him around the apartment. Oh, that's not healthy. No, but I was very lonely when I first got him. Okay, yeah. (laughs) Interesting. Yeah. Well, I would say cool as a cucumber. I, too, am a dog mom, and I just feel like any hurdle that I had had and still have with my dog, I'm just like, I know I'm going to fix it. I know I'll be fine. I know I can do it. 
So I just really? have confidence what in my parents. What kind of hurdles do you have with your dog? Well, when he was a puppy, he was chewing on stuff. He had, like, um, I brought him to the vet, and he, like, the vet cut him. So I, like, called my credit card number, and I argued with him, and I asked for this ointment. I made sure it didn't get effect- infected, and I made another appointment. Like, I'm just a hard person. I'm just like, I, if you mess with my dog, you better back up. <laughs> you better back up. This doctor that I left a bad Yelp review on made sure oh I transferred goodness. his files to a new doctor. Oh. That's right. And he's eye drop. I, I believe that he has cataracts or something. He's like, no, it's not. So I brought in. I got a second opinion. So <laughs> don't mess with me. That's what I'm saying. That's it. Right? Like, don't mess with me. So I know what I'm doing. So I'm cool as a cucumber. I'm just like. Yeah. That's cool as a cucumber? Well, yeah, because I'm, I'm cool about it because I'm confident, but I'm just right. like, I'm You're not like, like stressed. I'm just like, all right, what's the next thing I need to yeah. do? I'm just like moving on. Maybe we should add a third category as like uh, actively persistent. <laughs> actively persistent. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm chilling or like, no, I'm pursuing it. Yeah, I'm pursuing it. Like I know. Yeah. Yeah, I got it. Uh, what else do we want to talk about? Um, That's you it hate for that your outfit. Oh yes, I hate my outfit. Well, I feel like I don't leave the house if I hate but then it. Then that you'd be very late. What, what if you really? Right, I'm always average? late. I am always late. So that's so. That's... Is it because you hate your outfit? Probably one of the reasons. So then it makes you super stressed. Oh right, yeah, good point. <laughs> Indirectly, never put it. Never thought of it that way. I do hate being out and hating my outfit. Yeah. I can't, well, I would just try to, uh, like, add lipstick on or fix my hair or do something to make myself feel right. confident. But so I feel that's, like that's why I wear all black. Right. Wearing all black is, because. but sometimes I get sick of wearing all black. Like, I need some color. I need some fun, fun and buoyant, buoyancy in my life. Sometimes I get embarrassed when I wear color. Why? Because people, like, look at me and they say stuff. Really? They're like, oh, look at you wearing a different color today. And I'm like, what is it to you? Oh, we're just making an observation. I know, I'm crazy. All right, so you want to go over this book I'm reading. So my book is super interesting, Mm -hmm. but we're at our halfway point, so maybe we should talk about, make sure you're following us on Instagram, SLP's Wine and Cheese Pod, underscore between each word, my uh, Instagram, Maria, underscore Katsonis, SLP, Deborah's Deborah Brooks, CCC SLP. I got you. Check out our Patreon page. We're having videos released weekly. What would you do with that? And we'll have an episode coming out soon. And also, we have blah, blah, blah shirts, especially in pink size medium. So definitely email us if you would like that, um, especially for the holidays coming up. I think by the time this episode is posted that's exactly the same time the what would you do with that video for this week is going to be posted oh yes that's right yes that's correct (laughs) okay yeah so anything else no that's it um if you order a t-shirt from us you're probably gonna get a fancy card and sticker yes that's right so come so definitely do that yeah you get a free sticker so i wanted to talk about um because we talked about well, we gave some little strategy. So what are three things you do when you're stressed out to help Make your, myself feel better. Yeah. It doesn't have to be I go for, but... like, a long massage, not, like, a short economical massage. Right. A long massage where you are pinned to a table mm-hmm. for over an hour. Pinned to the table. That's intense. Well, because okay. you, right, you, you. Yeah, <laughs> you know what. You know what. I'm just saying. You said it so intense. I was like, whoa. All right. 
Ouch. All right, I'm going to refrain from that. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So massages, and anyway. you know a good good price for one, I right? I know, I did. Yes. It, it, was, it was very cheap, so I probably should have tipped more. But oh, it was, gosh. I paid $50 for 75 minutes. But what's good about this is that I am somebody who apparently does not always ask for help or something like that. Like, that's what I hear from, from people. From Mike. Um, and then also, what I do know that I feel is that when somebody, like, I know that people benefit from human touch. Yes. But I, if I'm so upset, like, I don't want to be touched. Cause right. Like, what are you going to do about it? Right. You know, like, yeah. your, your hugs don't mean a thing. Right. That's not going to undo this situation. Right. So I might, like, push off human yeah. contact. But a massage is a very good way of, like, getting human contact, but, like, also calming you down and then also, like, um... This pinning you to a table. Hey, Mike. Mike made us a lasagna. Yes, he did. It was good, and I uh, I really enjoyed it. He we're did. talking about stress, actually. Are you pulling my leg? No, we're, no. I'm not pulling your leg. Your um, lasagna was delicious. Yes, we liked the lasagna. Do you yeah. ever feel stressed? This episode is about feeling stressed and what makes us feel better when we're stressed. I never feel stressed. Are you, you stressed never? eating right now as I we always, speak? I always stay calm and collected. Cool as a cucumber, you would say. What is, do you have any, like, three stress-fighting techniques? Like, like three things that you could do if you ever feel, like, super stressed in the moment? I like watching a movie. Watching oh, okay. a movie, like, to, like, disengage from the stressful situation? Yeah. Anything else? Playing Red Dead. Playing a video game. Um, I feel like video games are pretty stress. No, not drinking is bad. Ex- so this is an example of bad advice. not everybody knows what's best for their mental health yes okay so scratch that (laughs) but yeah so i think a long massage is good because you're going to get that human contact but then you're also going to be like sitting there for a long time and like being able to not be so impulsive not so reactive i also think like some sort of um expelling energy such as like intensity workouts maybe like uh sprinting or like lifting a lot but then also something a little bit more mindful like yoga and intentional with like doing things purposely and then focusing on breathing that's nice and then i just like essential oils too because they i like to smell things right yes smells are very good which i'll talk about that you have a breathing technique that you like too right i have one too that i like I like to breathe in for seven seconds through my nose and then out through my mouth for eight seconds. Oh, and then there's a and trick. And I just do that over and over again. Yeah. There's a trick you could do. I know it takes long, but you inhale through your nose, exhale through your nose. Inhale through your nose, exhale through your mouth. Ex- Did I miss one? No. Inhale through your mouth, exhale through your mouth. And you do that mm-hmm. seven times each, too. If you See, have more time. I like, it's not about the time. Right. What it's about is recalling the steps. Right. Meanwhile, I know. Right. I breathe in for, I'm breathing right. in for less and I'm breathing out for more. And seven and eight are the numbers. Gotcha. So it's just easier to remember. I'm True. sure yours is better. Right. It's, it's just okay. not as easy to remember. Right. So like in, so just See, do like nose, nose. I know, right? It's hard for me. <laughs> nose to nose, nose to mouth. Yeah. But mouth, maybe mouth to nose. We both agree that we like alternate nostril breathing. True. Yes. Very easy. Two steps. Breathe in. Right. And then switch hands on the other nostril. 
Got it's it. so nice. Yeah. And then you could picture it going up and around, and it's oh, like you can blow with it, and it's that. nice. That's cool. Yeah, and relax the space between your eyebrows. Yes, I kind of massage myself down there, and I'm, like, conscious of that. Don't, like, Oliver. squeeze that. that. Speaking of eyebrows. Everybody who's listening, relax the space between your eyebrows. Ignore. He's ruining it. Okay. <laughs> And on that note, we're going to talk about this book that I really like. I'll let you deal with that. It's called The Nature Fix, Why Nature Makes Us Happier, Healthier, and More Creative by Florence Williams. So I really like this book because it gave some really insightful tips, but also some actual research. There's so much research out there. There's research on everything about nature and how nature is helping us and actually how the lack of nature or the lack of being outside and in your natural environment in the natural environment is not good for our health it's making us more stressed kids are having lower test grade scores uh, more instances of diseases uh, substance abuse diabetes obesity like everything from the earth yes and like the more industrialized you are like the more detached you become from it that's exactly a point in the book, too. Yeah, I could have wrote this book. What right, else yeah. <laughs> they definitely, well, because you like aromatherapy, and we want yes. to, like, you know, mm-hmm. EB, EBP, evidence-based practice, right? Yep. We want to support some of those things that you're saying with some evidence, and some evidence that I have for you right now Thank you. is that scents immediately enter the primal brain where the amygdala is waiting to command a fight-or-flight response. The emotional amygdala is is highly wired to the hippocampus where memories are stored. So that's why when you smell something, you like immediately think of like a memory, and that's because right. there's that it's direct got the highest connection. association with memory. That's yes. why if you smell something that made you puke once, you're like, uh-uh. Right. Go going along with feeding therapy. <laughs> Yeah. Right? Yeah. So you want to be aware of the sense that you're presenting to your also, clients. Don't you find yourself walking into a place and you're just like that smell, it's familiar. Yes. And you're like, oh, it's chicken patties. I'm in a public school. <gasps> chicken patties. I always think of the beef patties. Jamaican beef patties. In a public school? Yeah. I feel like we had chicken patty sandwiches. Really? Yeah. All right. And actually, we have, the human nose can detect one trillion odors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, including ones we don't know we're even detecting. And that's another thing to think about. So, like, let's say in terms of a stress-relieving activity would be going for a nature walk. Think of all the scents that you smell when right. you go and on a nature walk. could be, like, indicating danger. Right, but yeah. But for the most part, everyone in my life who has a heightened uh, sense of smell has just been nothing but irritating. Well, that's me. I feel like I have a heightened uh, sense of smell. It's I, I feel like so you, Amanda, and Mike are the same. It's always like, yeah. I walk in the house and they're like, what's that smell? Yeah. And well, I'm like, I don't know. Like, run right. in the kitchen and figure it out. Right. Like, don't stress me out about what you smell. No, but I like the smell that I smelled when I walked in here. I feel like the two of them are investigative smellers. They're yeah. always, and they're like, they're also worried people. This that's, is what I'm going back to, like, when other people worry, those two worry so much it stresses me out. Oh. So, like, if Amanda's like, what's that smell? I'm like, is it pee? Because every time you say you smell something, it's pee. So I don't want to go on this, like, wild goose chase for pee with you if you already know it is pee or the location of it. Oh, gosh. Well, 
I'm sorry to hear that, but, you know, <laughs> smells are very powerful, and that's just because of that di- direct pathway to the brain. So that's, yeah. I feel like I'm going to stop talking about smell now and go on to noise. Noise, okay. Yes, noise, I think, is also very important because of a lot of noise-induced hearing losses and how they're becoming right. more and more prevalent. And at a younger to shut yeah. out the world around them. <laughs> With, with, headphones. with headphones. <laughs> They're trying to tune out but, all this other stuff right. you want them to tune yes, into. Yes, <laughs> right. But keep listening to us talking. Like, don't tune us out. But be aware of the environment and also the sm- sounds. So I'm, I'm done with smells. I'm done with smells. All the sounds that you hear in nature and just, you know, being... Like, if you just walk outside a nature walk and you're not on your phone, just listen to different sounds and how... Um, that there did a study about sounds that they were hearing and that the sympathetic nervous system does react to certain sounds like your heart rate will drop or your blood pressure, respiration. Yeah. So, I react like, to anger all... sounds anger like that. Sounds? Like if I hear close by or in the distance somebody is anger, angry, oh, right. I certainly like... My heart rate increases. Yeah. They did a study that they had three different videos. One was a nature one. The second one was a nature one. And then in the middle of the nature one, there was like a tractor or something happened. Mm -hmm. And they found that the nature one, the first video was just nature, did lower the participant's blood pressure. But then the second one where they had the truck coming or it was interrupted, their blood pressure shot up by like 10 points. But how did they determine whether or not that was, like, as a result of, like... Oh, it was right after the sound. Right, but then it could have been any sound. So, like, what if they increased the magnitude of, like, the volume of the caterpillar? Oh, oh, right. So that increase in volume would Look at you dissecting their research. Would equally change their uh, physiological response. So that's more, like, correlation... Causation, oh. I mean, maybe, but I believe it. Like, because when I you hear too, a I think it also loud helps sound, the argument, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. I hear you. I'm not gonna argue Wait, with that. You know what I would have thought would have happened? Yeah. That the car engine would have lowered the blood pressure. Right? Why? Because obviously that's not what was gonna happen, Maria. I didn't get it, but okay. So, but like, so, so if you heard somebody being like, "Guess what?" Somebody yeah. did a research study where it's an individual was presented strictly nature sounds. And yeah. in contrast to that, they were presented nature sounds, which were um, interfered yeah. or interrupted with an engine. Right. Which situation do you think is going to increase the blood pressure? Right. <laughs> Obviously. Yes. Or, like, would do you even think it's predictable that the outcomes of that study would be that... No, the individual, the subjects right. actually, they're, they got calmer. Right, yeah, I know <laughs> what you mean. Yeah, but they said it shot up by like 10 points, and I think that's because also right. the nature lowered it so much. So, like, they oh, looked at so that, too. Down to so, the na- fundamental right. so, the no, the okay. nature one really brought it down. Mm-hmm. So, there was, like, nowhere to go but up. So, right. Oh, know. it just aroused them. So before yeah. they were on autopilot, and the engine was like, Ooh, yeah, I just shot <laughs> them up. But I think you could think about like if you're doing something and then you hear your phone buzzing and you're like, oh god, what's that? You know, like I think that's right. similar. That's how that that was my take home. 
message yeah. from that, you know? And I think you have so. good discipline. You turn not that, like, yes. do not disturb thing. do not thing. disturb thing. And I have it when I'm driving, too. See, and it's on now. It's do not disturb. Really? But you know what? All of the time that I spend with you, people are constantly blowing up your phone. Like, yeah. nobody wants to talk to me as much as they want to talk to you. I'm sorry. I'm just, you I know, would not. I am not I'm jealous. in New York City. I know? live here Tron- as well. <laughs> Trying to be sociable person, trying to be a socialite. I don't know. I don't know what to say to Me that. Me too. I just met Macaulay Culkin. I'm on my way up. Good for you. I <laughs> wish he was texting me. No, I'm not. I'm certainly, I'm we're not there yet. Um. So I have one more study that I thought was interesting and relatable to our field. It was a study that they did with children uh, with ADHD and outdoor activities. And it's, she said that it is a small study, but suggestive. And she said, in one experiment, exposure to nature reduced reported symptoms of ADHD in children threefold compared with staying indoors. And then another study, 17, oh, well, yeah, yeah, they did a 20-minute nature walk in three different settings, mm-hmm. residential neighborhood, urban downtown street, and park setting. After the park, they performed so much better at memorizing numbers backwards, and uh, they saw that was a difference, equal difference between having ADHD or not having it at all. So it helped both children with ADHD and that don't have ADHD. Did they describe the inside that they were kept in as much they as they described the outside they went to? They didn't. They also said that there's another... So this is all different research. So there's another yeah. one, the brain's prefrontal cortex, which is in charge of organizing, judging, mm-hmm. task focusing. It's They found it less active in children with ADHD, and that nature allows that prefrontal, prefrontal cortex to recharge, and it can boost attention in these children than these kids so. wait so wait what happens that's with, a separate with study, about the adhd they for, they can't what their prefrontal cortex Text organizing doesn't. judging task focusing real estate i know and who you're thinking of right now i know because yeah. like so uh-huh. i will say like mike does have the worst adhd right. and mike her boyfriend Yes. Just want to specify that. But I'm not at talking the same about a time, yeah, like, yes. yeah, I'm not talking about, sorry, this is, like, a, not a hippa thing. Yes. But, like, he is so in tune with, like, for instance, for example, as speech pathologists, we rate people's abilities as their ability to demonstrate a behavior that we, like, quantify, right? Right. So, like, for maybe you're going to be like, oh, well, somebody obviously demonstrates comprehension of, um asking and answering questions because they're able to receptively identify that in a hypothetical situation. Right, or expressively. Or expressively. Right, right? answer. But how hard is it for you to write a whole story strictly through dialogue? Right. Like, to progress a story from beginning, middle, to end strictly through the words that, like, people say. Uh mediocre i it's very difficult for me and i feel like i'm a very active writer it's not something that i am able to do yeah so like so it's so funny how like you you say like the prefrontal you can't organize or like make judgments Mm -hmm. or yeah whatever Whatever. the other thing was right but it's like i just feel like 
people with that mindset, they just prioritize differently. Because uh-huh. once yes. I hear yep. what he's written, like he's thought about that so much because he wasn't engaged in our meaningless world, which was probably some shitty classroom that's got like bright white walls and like things dangling from places uh, and horrible circulation. I totally see what you're saying. <laughs> and like, um, like Michael Phelps, they say, mm-hmm. has ADHD and that's why he's such an excellent swimmer because he just totally is focused right. and engrossed in that. So yeah. that's, you know, something I think that's important. Like, yeah, no one is perfect and that our flaws make us who we are and unique, you know, yeah, and yeah. you've got to embrace them too. So I think like, so but, what that sh- study actually shows is that like your environment could have a very significant impact on uh, your thought process. Yes. And it's not pinpointed by that research study in particular right. what the right environment is. Right. There are more questions to be asked. Yeah, it does say that. I mean, I think, I do think, though, that nature, because they have, like, more research in here, that it will, it will make you feel more calm and stuff. Right, but then also all those smells and textures might be very problematic to several people in this situation. Good point. I did slime for a week straight. I learned more about my kids in that slime week than I did in any speech therapy drill Right. Oriented type week. I know, yeah. like, who has the sweatiest hands where the slime right. just gets stuck to them, like, because their hands are so sweaty. Or, like, who has such, like, poor, fine motor skills right. that you can't stretch it and fold it? Or yeah. who is so, like, averse to Well, you the got to see a different textures. side of them, you yeah. should say. Yeah. Yeah, things I that, gotcha. like, you know, like, what bothered them right. so much. Yeah. Where That's I'm like, no, we will wash hands later. Right. I this. Over you. Yeah. We're not gonna we're gonna continue to get dirty. Good for you. Yeah, life it. is messy. Might yeah. as well learn that now. So that's all I have to say about our book. So uh you wanna go tips and tricks? Yeah, tips and tricks. So like I'm just going back to what I said. We made slime and you don't necessarily have to make up slime. It like definitely put smocks on the kids because uh-huh. I had so many disasters. So put smocks on them and make something with their hands, you're going to learn about their ability to sequence following directions. Also, like, how willing they are to um, manipulate a variety of textures and consistencies mm-hmm. and, and, like, how fixated they are on, on being clean or, like, um, anything al- along the lines of that. Or you're going to see, like, wow, I, I learned this one girl who I really struggled to get her to do anything, like, academic oriented she's constantly calling out constantly being like but are we gonna get a prize are we gonna do this are we gonna do that mm-hmm. and i'm like we have not done anything yet <laughs> right. please let's relax yeah and uh she just excelled she was so good like she could have been a scientist she was like and you know what else i found out if you want to make glow in the dark you can get some glow in the dark blue but on top of that if you don't have the glow in the dark blue but you have one of those bracelets that if you crack it it glows in the dark break that Put those chemicals in there. Wow. That'll make your slime glow in the dark. Hope that's safe. I was like, I don't think that's safe. Right. But the fact that she, like... Knew that. Knew that and tried. Right. Right, so good. That's excellent. That's a great tip. So get your hands dirty is what you're saying. Yeah, and don't think, like, well, how is that aligned with uh, the rolls? Yeah. Right. You'll find it. You will find it. You'll find yes, it. Yes, have faith. Have faith. Gotcha. Yeah. My tip or trick is not that creative, I think, as yours is, but I'm trying here. Uh, something called box breathing. So oh, you I essentially, like yes. thank you, you draw a box. So you inhale, draw a square. Exhale, you draw the top of the box or the rectangle, and that's when you hold that exhale. 
uh, sorry, inhale, then you exhale, draw the other part of the box, and then you draw to close the box, hold that exhale. So inhale, hold, go draw up, the line, go exhale. Over. Okay, so it's going, so I'm going to breathe in. Right. Draw the line up, going up from the going bottom up. up. So as I'm breathing in, I'm yeah. drawing up. However you want to draw And then box. I'm going to hold my breath. Hold, draw a line to hold the breath to symbolize holding. And then I'm going to exhale the whole way across. Exhale, draw a lot, another uh, line, and then close the box with holding that exhale. So it's... And I just drew a box. Oh. And then inside those boxes, you could decorate them, you could color them, you could draw some, write some sight words in them. Yeah, just something with those boxes. But like, teach them to be mindful of their breathing, to slow down their thought process yes. so that they could be more intentional rather than automatic. Exactly, yeah. So it's, you know, you know, so you're drawing the boxes for those reasons. And then now you have a whole bunch of boxes on your paper. <laughs> so what are you going to do with those? What are you going to do with those? When life you know, gives you boxes. Right. You put stuff in it. <laughs> you put stuff in the boxes. Right. Whatever you want. So I, I liked your quote that you said, but I know you have your other famous quote. Yeah. So uh, I'll let you pick the quote of what you want it to be. Okay, so um, I will read, I'll say my quote. So my quote okay. is, uh, Zen spirituality is not thinking about God while peeling the potatoes. Zen spirituality is uh, peeling the potatoes, just peeling them and not thinking about anything else but that. Good. That's not the quote. I messed it up. No, that's. <laughs> I'll post the exact quote. Quote, but yeah, just be present. Yeah, just right. Be present. Just, you just be peel the potatoes. Right. Got it. Maybe that could be your lesson instead of slime. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Peeling potatoes. Or I cutting them. I don't know. My finger on a peeler. Yeah. Ouch. Remember, so I said you all do those the bloody yes. pictures. Yes. Yes, she did. And I cut my <laughs> finger that same day too. It was like you. You cursed me. <laughs> you hexed me. Yeah. So, um... So, no, yeah. I'm not going to advise anyone to peel potatoes. Right, I didn't mean it like that. You can get I meant them like frozen there. and peeled. That's what I mean. <laughs> Something with potatoes. Gosh. Anyway, on that note, have a good night, everyone. Sayonara. Good night.